0: thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Super duper glad to see you on the radio. Rob Center. thank you. Thank you so much for doing a fabulous job all week. That's uh, sort of normal for you, so we appreciate that. It is also normal for Friday to include a call-in from Movie Mike McGranahan, Professional Movie Critic. His website, aisleseat.com. Staff writer for Ranker. He's a member of the Critics' Choice Association and Online Film Critics Society. He's an author, award winner, and tweeter at Aisle Seat. And his appearance is always sponsored by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg. Good morning, Mr. Movie Mike. Thanks for calling in today
1: morning, and I hope to be back in person very soon.
0: Oh, good. Okay, sure. Yeah, we're all in the green now, so uh, we'll have to do that. Social distancing, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, right, I think
1: we're going to be living with social distancing for a while.
0: I kind of like it, you know, but that's another topic. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, when there's a lot of new movies coming out on streaming. You've been talking about this, so tell us about some of these films that are emerging.
1: Yeah, this is kind of a hot weekend. You know, the the theaters are still closed, and so some of the studios have decided to release their movies to streaming. Uh, For example, one of Universal's big summer movies was supposed to be The King of Staten Island, and they have decided that they're going to release that today on demand. Now, this is from director Judd Apatow, whose most famous films are Knocked Up and The 40-Year-Old Virgin and Trainwreck, and it stars Pete Davidson, and together they've taken Davidson's real life and formed this comedic story about it. Uh, he plays a guy very much like himself, a, a wisecracking stoner who's got a lot of tattoos and whose father was a firefighter who died he's never gotten over that trauma and his mom is played by marissa tomei she asks him to move out after she starts a new relationship and this kind of puts him on the path of personal crisis because he's so irresponsible that he can't live on his own uh... so this is just a really smart and funny movie and what i love about it is that it did make me laugh hysterically at times. But it's also a fairly serious movie about trauma and how a trauma you suffer in your childhood can carry over into adulthood. So I think Pete Davidson has taken his personal pain and really turned it into comedy gold.
0: Right, so that's video on demand, so you pay for that?
1: Right, right. That one, because it's a major studio movie, uh, and that it was supposed to go into theaters this week. Uh, they're charging, I believe, twenty dollars for a rental fee. So you probably would want to rent that with a bunch of people. Have it be something your whole family would watch. Although it is rated R, not necessarily the kids. Uh, but certainly the teenagers and the adults in the household.
0: Alright, so and uh, that, uh, of course, uh, $20, that's how much you would spend if you'd go to the theater anyway, most likely something in that range, so that's uh, uh, not uh, that bizarre of an amount. Uh, Let's see, uh, another one, this time from Disney, that makes its first Mm -hmm. appearance on streaming. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, Disney has a movie called Artemis Fowl, and again, they were supposed to release that theatrically this summer, uh, it's based on a popular young adult series of books, and it's about this kind of obnoxious kid whose father is a master thief and is kidnapped by this evil force, and the kid has to rely on help from these magical creatures like a fairy and a giant in order to help him rescue his father. Uh, they screened this movie for me the other day, and I've got to tell you, it is absolute junk. <laughs> I I know they're saying that they're releasing it straight to Disney Plus because of the coronavirus, but I think they're doing it because they know this movie is bad and would not have done very well at the box office. Watching it is like getting in a time machine and going back to 2007. It is just 90 minutes of every cliché, from all of those young adult adaptations we saw back 13 14 years ago none of it is fresh none of it is interesting uh, so artemis foul one and a half stars for me
0: uh, artemis is foul might be a phrase to walk away from in in your view and the yeah. king of staten island what rating did you give that you might have said and i didn't catch that
1: I give that one three and a half stars.
0: Oh, good for you. Okay, great. Well, that sounds like a good one. King of Staten Island. That's a go-see. Uh, 20 bucks on video on demand. Uh, Spike Lee's Da Five Bloods on Netflix?
1: Yes. Uh, debuting today worldwide, Spike Lee's new movie, The Five Bloods. This is his take on a Vietnam story. It's about a group of African-American Vietnam vets who returned to vietnam ostensibly to rescue a fallen comrade who they left behind years ago to bring his remains home but really they're looking for a stash of gold that they found and buried back during the Vietnam War, and this movie really works on two levels. On one hand, it's just a very exciting, suspenseful movie about these guys going back and trying to get the gold and realizing that they're not the only ones looking for it. But at the same time, it's a Spike Lee movie, so he draws larger parallels to uh, racism and the way that African American soldiers role in various wars, including Vietnam, has typically been downplayed. So there's a real thought-provoking element to it as well. Also, a- an absolutely scorching performance from Delroy Lindo, one of my favorite character actors he deserves an Oscar nomination for this so The Five Bloods to me is one of the two or three best movies I've seen so far this year that's a four stars across the board
0: oh wow super and these are, all, these are streaming now so Netflix if you're already a member of Netflix you're good to go for The Five yes. Bloods right?
1: Yep, those are all debuting today. I was lucky enough to see all of them in advance. Uh, But King of Staten Island and The Five Bloods definitely are the ones I recommend. I think even your kids will be bored by Artemis Fowl.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we'll cross that off the list. Uh, Let's see, Disney's working on a musical based on the songs of Lionel Richie. What's that all about?
1: Yeah, this is kind of a cool idea. You know, we've seen these jukebox musical sort of things coming out in the last few years, the Mamma Mia movies with all the ABBA songs, Yesterday with all the Beatles songs. Disney announced it's going to make a movie that's based entirely around the songs of Lionel Richie. And given the fact that he had so many great tunes and so many big hits, I think that's kind of an interesting idea.
0: Well, I think so, too. And it'll, uh, Not uh, so much sleeper hits, but songs that you don't often think of as being Lionel Richie, but then when you see, you're you going to see them in the movie, you're going to think, oh, wow, yeah, that was one of his, you know, just uh Uh, just a lot of great songs over a decade or more. Okay, so uh, we'll look for that in the years ahead. And there is a romantic comedy that's coming to an actual, like, large room with a lot of seats and a big screen and all that.
1: Yes, the movie chains are saying that they're going to be open in July. AMC says they plan to be open globally by July. And uh, the first major studio movie to be released is going to be a film from Sony called The Broken Hearts Gallery. And they've announced that they're going to release that on July 10th. Now, previously, the first big studio scheduled movie was Christopher Nolan's Tenet on the 17th, uh, so this movie's going to beat that by a week. I've also heard rumors the Tenet might move, as so many of the other films do- uh, have done so far, but uh, as of now, the first major studio movie will be The Broken Hearts Gallery on July 10th from Sony.
0: Are you hearing anything about that uh, film in terms of uh, you know the good acting and so on?
1: Uh, No, nobody has seen it yet. They apparently recently just acquired the rights to it. I believe it was made independently, but it is executive produced by Selena Gomez, uh, who's a big star right now. There's not really anybody else in the cast or anybody in the cast who's too recognizable, but she's certainly a recognizable name behind the scenes.
0: All right, so worth going to see, perhaps, and actually going to see it. And you said it's going to be at AMC Theatres. AMC, of course, announced last week that they were on the margin. Any updates on that uh, dilemma?
1: Well, they announced that they do plan to open their theaters globally in July, and that did cause their stocks to shoot up this week. They're not out of the woods yet. They still have a long way to go, but at least the news this week wasn't terrible. They're, they're still fighting to stay alive. All right, and
0: I know you, the answer is that you wish that uh, big box theaters will stay open, but is that a model that's uh, going to be uh, evolving still further, downsizing perhaps? So what's going to happen to theaters?
1: I think so. In the wake of the coronavirus, some of the theater chains may close down. There's theaters that don't perform as well. Uh, I, I think that the success of some of these movies that have gone straight to on-demand is certainly going to change how theaters look in the future. My guess is that at some point... You'll go to a movie theater to see Marvel movies or Fast and Furious movies, big blockbusters that require the surround sound and the big screen, and smaller, more intimate films are going to go on streaming services.
0: Much the way that we would go to a uh, one of those big theaters in Harrisburg and uh, in Reading. They have one with an enormous theater, and it's... Uh, like the IMAX. Yes, yes, IMAX. Thank you. So, so in, in the years ahead, just going to a large theater might be using sort of the same menu options that we would use for an IMAX film now.
1: Yeah, in a sense. I I think that the theaters are going to be catering to the big blockbusters, the big spectacles with visual effects and things like that. If you want to see a movie about people or a job or relationships or something like that, you're going to have to go on demand.
0: Okay, and that's how we'll see that. All right, anything else on the broad range of movie entertainment from Movie Mike? Anything else cooking this week? What are you tweeting about this week? (laughs)
1: Uh, Just just tweeting about movies. I'm going to be covering a film festival online, the AFI Docs Festival, which is a documentary film festival. I'm doing that this week. So uh, if you follow me on Twitter or check my website, the Alcide, I'll have some reviews of some really interesting documentaries.
0: All right, very well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Movie Mike. Thanks for checking in. We'll talk to you next week, and and, uh, we'll have updates on all of these important stories. Thank you, sir. You then. That is a movie, Mike McGranahan. Uh, he mentioned his website at ILseat. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the uh, Twitter hander at ILC. And the website is ILseat.com. He's the author of two books, Straight Up Latent and My Year of Chevy. And uh, they're available at Amazon.com. And of course, once again, his appearance sponsor, by the Campus Theater, Lewisburg. We have more about him, or uh, you can hear more about them. There we go, at campustheater.org.